Hey guys, I'm Katie, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic podcast. I'm sure you guys are wondering, where is Alexis, and why is there construction happening outside of your window? Both of those questions are very valid. Um, So first of all, yes, it's just me. My first solo episode, Alexis has done two to help me out in times when I needed a break. And so here I am doing a solo because Alexis just started graduate school, and she is just having a time. Um, she's working really, really hard. She has a part-time job as well as graduate school. So I'm extremely proud of her. Um, send her some love in her DMS. She is doing so amazing. She's just adjusting right now. And I know that she will get on it and she's going to do amazing and she already is doing amazing. So again, super proud of her, but podcast just did not make it into the cards this week. Um, so it's just me. So hope that's okay with y'all. Um, Regarding the construction outside of my window, my apartment just constantly has construction. I don't know if any of you guys can relate, but I just constantly have construction going on outside of my apartment. Um, It's just crazy. Always loud. Or like babies crying. Or like dogs barking. So, constant sounds. City life. (laughs) Everyone in New York listening is like, girl, (laughs) you live in Birmingham, Alabama. But anyway, um, a little important announcement before I really get started. So... Due to graduate school as well and adjustment, Alexis is no longer able to come to Birmingham in like next week, sadly, but don't worry. We are planning a trip. That one just didn't work out. The timing just did not work out. And again, we posted about it on Instagram this week. We're just trying to prioritize our mental health, make sure that we're both doing well. That is the most important thing. Um, So in order to do that, She is not going to be able to come anymore, but do not even worry because we are going to figure it out and we will get together soon. But yeah, I'm solo this week. So those are all my announcements, but I've got my Diet Coke here. If you hear a little ASMR for you guys, Um, I feel like I can't even take a sip of it because I'm like the one talking the entire time. Did it anyway, but (laughs) um, yeah, so I've got my Diet Coke. We're just going to hang out. Um, I've never done a solo, as you guys know, so talking to myself is my specialty, so I'm sure it'll be great, but I just kind of wanted to chat with you guys a little bit about graduating college and all of that good stuff, work, internships, sort of just things that pertain to my life right now, and I think a lot of you may be able to relate to or maybe about to experience. So for those of you who don't know, I just graduated college in May and I am in the same city, living in the same city that I went to school. And because of that, I think I expected there to be kind of not much of an adjustment. I thought it was just going to be moving to a new apartment and kind of living my same life. You know, I lived on campus all of my years of college. So I guess that was a naive expectation as I'm learning now. But I kind of just really expected it to be like completely the same, in all honesty. So didn't really think much was going to change for me. Um, If any of you graduated college, you know that, or even if you haven't, a lot of you will know that kind of everybody starfishes out. Um, Some people go back home for the summer. Some people move to big cities. Some people move to places they've never lived before. Some people stay in the in their college town. Some people move back home for good. Some people move somewhere for the summer, then go somewhere for school. There's just a ton of different people going in a ton of different directions. And 
even though I stayed in the place where most of my friends stayed, um, it still was much more of an adjustment than I expected and definitely way different than I thought it would be um, in good ways and bad ways. So I think that I've kind of been searching for like people talking about this recently, but um, sort of the adjustment of of post-grad. But of course, I've only been graduated a little over a month. I started my internship at the creative agency that I work at. It's called AMD Creative. I started working there in May. So about a week after I graduated, I started my internship. I am part-time. Obviously, interns usually are not full-time. And I'm going to continue working there part-time after my internship. Absolutely love it there. Super happy there. Um, An amazing experience um, for me so far. And I can guarantee that it will continue to be an amazing experience. So cannot say enough good things about them. But so that's kind of what I did. I graduated and pretty much immediately started working. And then I do go to grad school in August. So I start grad school in August. I will continue to work through grad school because of the opportunities that I have been given, which I could not be more thankful for. But yeah, so that's kind of just the lay of the land for me. So ever since I graduated college, it's kind of been a lot of things happening at once, just starting work and adjusting to living in a new place with different roommates and just a lot of different things have been happening. And I think that something that people don't talk about a lot is how different it feels, even though you don't obviously live with your parents in college and like the things that I'm doing, like doing my own laundry and like grocery shopping for myself, um, none of that is any different. I did all of that in college, obviously. But it does feel a lot more adult-like when you're not enrolled in classes. And especially during the summer, I'm used to either going home for the summers or, I don't know, hanging out, traveling. And this summer, I'm really kind of jumped into work and being in the real world. And I absolutely cannot complain. I loved every minute of my internship. But I think that I'm kind of like finally finding the calm after the big storm of everything changing. And I cannot lie to you guys, there is some anxiety that comes with it. Um, And I usually don't talk about all of that stuff on the podcast too much, because me and Alexis like to have fun and all that. And of course, this episode's still gonna be fun. But I think that people don't talk about enough how um, big of a change it can be after graduation, and how it's totally okay to feel anxious. Um, So some things that I've done to kind of help myself a little bit is tried to have a routine of cleaning my room more often. Um, Something that I let happen in college a lot was just like, you know, that one chair where things pile up, mine would be like my desk and things would just pile up. And I would just kind of not really be too concerned about keeping things like tidy. And I found that it really helps if I do water my plants and spray room spray and light a candle and things like that makes me feel really good in my room and in my space, cooking myself nicer meals. I didn't have an oven where I lived last. We just had like a kitchenette. So it basically had like a fridge and we had an air fryer, which you can honestly do a lot with an air fryer, but stove makes a difference, stove and an oven. So I've been cooking myself more meals, prepping my lunches for work, trying to spend less money eating out. It's really interesting. If you guys were listening a couple episodes ago, um, one of my goals was to eat out less. And I've actually done a really good job. It just is so hard at work whenever everybody's like, who wants to go to lunch? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm just going to eat my sandwich in the conference room. Um, But 
it's good for me, I know, both financially and I shouldn't, I just shouldn't get in that habit. It's a bad habit. Um, so I've been doing that. I've been trying to spend more time outside. It is scorchingly hot here in Alabama. I'm sure a lot of you listening can relate. I was standing outside today. Um, we had a work event. We um, went to the opening of a crumble cookies that just opened here. And it was super good, but we were standing outside waiting. And it was like, felt like I was about to melt into the pavement. Any of you who live in the South, or I would assume California is the same way, um, would know that literally sometimes you feel like your skin is going to melt off. It's so hot and it's starting to get like that here. So I have to be selective about when I go outside, but you know, spending time on the patio. Um, so waking up a little earlier in the morning so that I can make my coffee and have some time to just sit down instead of like rushing around and trying to like run out the door is something that I've been trying to do as well, which has been really helpful. Um, making myself make plans with people, you know, sometimes whenever things get to be a little overwhelming, it can be really easy to just lay in your bed and just sit and watch Netflix and, you know, basically shut everything out and just basically just bum around. But I found that for me personally, it helps if I make plans and see people and get myself out and get myself going. Um, I think that that really helps me. But I made a list on my phone of things to do whenever I am, I don't know, feeling anxious or really just things for my mental health to do. Um, at least one of these things a day, I'm trying at least to do one, at least one of these things a day to kind of keep myself on track and incorporate more self-care into my days. So I'll just read those to y'all. I've mentioned some of them, but go for a walk, paint. I've started to paint more, um, nothing good. <laughs> it's just for fun. But, um, I think that, I don't know if any of you guys can relate. Um, I know a lot of you listeners do digital art as well, but sometimes digital art, digital art just gets a little old and I'm like, got to switch my medium up. Even if it's just like, even if you only do digital art, maybe doing an animation or something, just kind of to get your creativity flowing really helps me. I've just really been liking working with paint recently. And of course I'm really not a painter. It's really nothing special, but I'll share those on Instagram on stories whenever I finish them. But um, journal, I journaled for a really long time for a couple of months around Christmas and I really loved it. I would share it on my page and you guys loved it too. And I really want to bring that back. I would do a collage and spend some time journaling and writing and it really did help me. It was some nice time to spend off of my phone with myself. Um, I really want to get back into that cook a healthy meal. I mentioned that. Watch a movie. I think watching TV and watching a movie is different. And for me, sometimes like getting some popcorn, turning on a movie, you know, for however many hours, although I'm still looking at a screen, I'm not going to be like on my phone. I get in such a bad habit of like getting on my phone whenever I'm watching TV. Like I can't do one thing at once. I have to do like do things at once. I know that there's other people listening that are like that. And it is like, I'm so ashamed of myself when I'm sitting there consuming media. And then I can't even focus on that because I'm consuming other media on my phone. Usually I'm not even paying attention to what's on my phone. It's just so bad. Anyway, watching a movie, making a little night of it, getting sushi and eating it outside. I love picking up sushi. And I think just like eating it while maybe usually I'll like put on the TV and eat it, but just spending some time literally just sitting. Like you don't always have to be on your phone is something that I'm trying to tell myself. Go to the pool. I have a pool at my apartment. I've yet to go, but being in or near the water is something that just really makes me happy. Um, 
I've been wanting to go to the lake so bad recently and I'm going to visit my best friend from college this weekend and she has a lake house and I was like, can we please go? And she was like, yes. So I'm so excited about that. I am just, I love the water. I always have grew up going to the lake my whole life. I just love the lake. Um, drink coffee on the porch. So that's another thing. Like I said, spending some time in the mornings with myself, not stressed out going to a brewery. I haven't been to a lot of breweries here because when I turned 21, we got kicked out and then school and everything. So I want to visit more breweries and they're just really fun. Usually live music, especially in the summer. So I just want to do that. Um, this one's really small, but just opening up the blinds, like letting natural light into your apartment, into your room, I just think is honestly a game changer. Um, and sometimes I forget to do that. Sometimes I just come home from work and lay in my bed, but letting natural light in really gets me going, gets me happier. Um, like I said, cleaning my room, washing my clothes, and changing my sheets, and then lighting a candle. So some of those are small, some of those are big, but just I'm trying to do at least one thing a day for myself, even if it's literally just like a face mask at night or something really small, just to kind of keep on top of my self-care and not let it get under me. So if any of you guys just graduated and know the struggle, maybe try one of those things, or just try to make your own list of things for your mental health and, um, you know, try to do at least one of those a day. I definitely think that could be helpful. Um, and if anybody else is struggling post-grad feeling, you know, just like lonely and different and stuff, DM me. I would love to talk. Um, I completely understand. And if you're not, if you've not graduated yet, don't be scared. It's really fun too. It's just, um, definitely an adjustment, just the same way that going to college is an adjustment, even though it's fun, you definitely have some things to adjust to. So yeah. Anyway, that is kind of my rant about post-grad. It's just a weird time, kind of just how I've been feeling lately. Um, as I said, I could talk forever and ever about it, but I will not bore you guys with any more of the details. But what I really wanted to talk to you guys about today is internships. So I feel like we've talked about resumes and we're going to do an episode on interviews and all of that applies to jobs and, and internships alike. But I kind of wanted to talk about just my experience getting internships, um, especially in sort of the creative field and sort of just my advice, my what I've learned along the way as somebody who had a couple internships throughout college. So first of all, I just wanted to give some background. So I've had um, two serious internships and then a couple of like running somebody's social media account here and there um, to, to add to my resume. But I interned at a PR firm for a summer and then I'm interning now. I did get an internship for the summer after my junior year. It got canceled because of COVID, but I'm still going to talk about that one because obviously I didn't you know, I didn't have it, but I did still find it, apply and, and get the internship. So we will just chat about all of that. But so as far as finding internships, I think that this can be really hard because internships are advertised really differently. Um, some people put them on Indeed or Handshake and stuff like that. Um, some people advertise them through their social media. Some people advertise them on their website, you know, a lot of companies go about it a lot of different ways because usually companies will have interns either like every summer or every quarter or, you know, something like that. So sometimes they're not always published on Indeed or LinkedIn or something. So if you're searching that way, it can seem like there's not a lot of options. And another thing about internships, 
this goes for jobs as well, is there's a lot of different kinds. So there's remote, there's in-person, there's part-time, there's full-time, there's paid, there's unpaid. So just sort of starting off with finding those internships, I think something that's important is deciding what your non-negotiables are. So first things first is field. So when I was applying to internships, something that I wanted to get out of those internships was to be able to narrow down what field I wanted to work in. So I wanted to look at marketing internships, PR internships, advertising internships, design internships, social media internships, sort of all of those things to basically be able to say like, okay, spent a good summer here, realized that this isn't for me. Or... (laughs) getting Slack messages um, from my internship, speaking of, but um, realize that isn't for me or, you know, worked here this summer, absolutely love it, know that that's what I want to go into. So I definitely don't think that you just need to have internships in the one field that you think you definitely want to work in because I really, really, really thought that I wanted to be a teacher when I started college. And do you know what made me realize I didn't was shadowing. So I think that in no matter what field you're in, um, sort of trying things out and shopping for what, you know, section of that, um, that career path you want to go into is really helpful because especially for me, you know, I knew the general umbrella of what I wanted to go into was basically marketing, you know, that's kind of the biggest term, but in that there's PR, there's advertising, and I know all of this is different stuff. I, everybody's probably like, it's all different. I know it's all different, but you guys know what I mean. There's like the big field of, I'm just using marketing because it's probably the most umbrella out of all those terms and then everything under it. So my first summer that I was looking for an internship, I kind of didn't know where to start and I've never really had help from my school. They offered a lot of amazing um, people to help and, you know, handshake and this and that. I don't know why. I just always wanted to do it myself. So I did. And Really, whenever I was first looking, I wasn't really looking for listings. I started off by looking at firms or agencies that I liked in the Birmingham area because that's where I wanted to be. So, oh, the construction's really going after it. I don't know what they're doing. Anyway, um, so I know that that's kind of probably not how most people do it. I don't know why I naturally just decided to do it that way, but um I didn't really like start on LinkedIn. I literally just started by looking at places that I thought would be fun to work. And so what I did was gathered a list of places that I was interested in that I thought could be fun. Um, I, I did a pretty long list. I would say I probably contacted about 15 people or 15 companies. And what I did was just cold emailed. So I, I basically typed out an email that was like, hi, my name's Katie. I'm a sophomore at Birmingham Southern College. I'm majoring in this and that and, you know, XYZ. I am interested in working in XYZ after graduation. I was wondering if you had any internship opportunities. Here are some of my strengths. I've attached my resume, you know, something along those lines. So I just asked if they had internship opportunities because like I said, some people don't list them. Some people don't advertise them. Sometimes it's just on social media. Sometimes you can beat the curve of people before they even advertise it. Um, That's what I did with my first internship. They started advertising it after I, um, there were three interns at that one. So they started um, advertising after I'd already said I was going to work there. So I just cold emailed and I got a decent amount of emails back and a decent amount of interviews. And that summer I was actually offered two internships. And so I had the option to choose. 
And that was super amazing place for me to be in, obviously, as a sophomore, having two offers and getting to choose. Um, it was really amazing. And I wouldn't have had that had I just applied on LinkedIn, I don't imagine. There were not that many listed. It can start to get really discouraging, um, you know, if you just look on LinkedIn or Indeed. But looking up agencies, emailing, there's the worst they can say is, no, we don't have any opportunities. That's the absolute worst. Um, asking your parents, friends who own businesses, um, your friends, families, you know, just any connections. Um, and especially for things like social media, it doesn't necessarily have to be an agency. It could be a small business and you could say, hey, can I come in for the summer and run your social media um, as an intern? You know, I think could be really helpful. Um, so just kind of being creative and, you know, kind of trying things out. That summer I did, there's some agencies I applied to. I applied to a bunch of different things, some marketing agencies, some PR agencies, some um, smaller places that just needed like a social media intern. So applied a lot of different places. I landed in a PR firm. Um, but yeah, so another thing that I think is really important to consider before you make any decisions or honestly before you even apply is if you're willing to work at an unpaid internship. So I have a lot of opinions about unpaid internships and a lot of people have different opinions about them. Um, in my opinion, I think that they're kind of fading out. And I do think that it is really hard to spend a decent chunk of your week of your work time um, at an unpaid internship. So I, there are definitely benefits and you can definitely add it to your resume. It definitely helps. It's work experience. Um, absolutely. And I think as a sophomore, I was okay with accepting one. Well, I mean, I know I was because I did. Um, after working one, I do not, I decided that um, I was going to look for paid internships there forward. Just because you have to be able to afford your food, you have to be able to afford your rent, you have to be able to afford whatever you're paying for. And you're essentially using your time that you could be working. I also worked a part-time job during that internship. And I realized like I could be working at my part-time job at that time and making money. But then, you know, that's my part-time job is only open so many hours a day. Of course, I accepted the unpaid internship. It was a great internship. I have no complaints. Um, and the company is great. I just think that unpaid was not going to work for me and my lifestyle. So I think that it, you know, if you're living at home with your parents and your parents are cooking all your food and all that stuff, um, then unpaid may be more feasible. But it was just hard for me. I honestly didn't even really have like, I, I couldn't like, didn't want to go out to eat with my friends too much because then I'd be spending all my money. Um, and you know, it's hard when there's no money coming in, but you're spending all that time working. Again, not to say that you're not learning things. You certainly are. But I just think that you need to evaluate yourself if an unpaid internship is right for you. Um, but again, after that, I looked more at paid internships. So the internship I have right now is a paid internship. And um, I'm still, you know, still an intern, but it's, you know, kind of a different different thing. But I love both my internships. Currently love the one I'm working at now a ton. Um, I also do think that when you're talking unpaid versus paid, something that's important to take into account is your age. So at this point for this summer with a college degree, I was not going to accept an, an unpaid internship because, you know, your degree gives you 
I mean, you get your degree for a reason. Um, and I felt as though I was qualified to to be paid for my internship. Um, whereas, you know, when I was a sophomore, I didn't have a lot of experience and they were helping me a lot. So unpaid made a little bit more sense then. So I definitely think um, figuring out what's right for you with your experience and what you feel comfortable with is definitely important um, as far as paid versus unpaid. And yeah, so that's about all I have about looking for the internship. So cold emailing, definitely do it. I love it. It's gotten me very far in life. Um, I also think that it shows like a, a personal interest in that internship rather than just filling out an application. Even if you're going to fill out the application, just saying like, hey, I'm interested, like I'd love more details. Um, just shows that you're really interested. And I think looks good to employers. I don't know. I've never hired an intern like Alexis has, but um, <laughs> I've been an intern. So I can't imagine that it would look bad for you to show interest. So yeah, definitely doing that. Um, I think social media is also a great place to find companies now. Um, I definitely think you can do a Google search, but definitely look on social media, see who the people in your industry are that you like. My current internship right now is a company that I've been following for a while, and I really, really liked their work and the way that their office functioned. And so that's why I applied there. It was kind of a place I had my site set on for a couple of years, so I'm really happy to be there. Um, but yeah, so definitely just keeping your feelers out all year. Um, as far as timeline, so for a summer internship, I would say that you should start looking in probably January to February, at least start putting some feelers out. Different people hire at different times. So my first internship sophomore year, I was hired February. This internship that I have right now, I was hired in April. So putting your feelers out, starting to apply to those places that are a little bit earlier and, um, you know, making sure you get ahead of the curve because you don't want to be in a position where they've hired all their interns and they have no more intern spots. And there you are with no internship, not sure what to do with your summer. <laughs> um, so yeah, I definitely think that, um, starting early is good, even if you're just starting to research. Um, and that's when I did a lot of my cold emailing was earlier in the summer. I mean, earlier in the year, because people probably aren't gonna have started looking yet, but that email, they might think like, oh yeah, we'll interview her or whatever. So yeah. And then as far as that email, I think I mentioned this, but I do attach my resume. We have a whole episode about resumes. Go back and listen to it. It has a ton of good stuff. We're about to do an episode about interviews. So if you make it to that stage of the internship process, then we'll have some tips and tricks for you. But attach your resume to that email just because, you know, piques their interest, gives them something to look at, some a way to legitimize you. So yeah, so I would start looking around January to February, reach out to family, friends, all that good stuff. The internship that I ended up getting my junior year, the one that didn't happen, I got that one through the place that I worked part-time here. So I worked at a boutique called Fabric. They have them various places in the United States, um, sort of franchise it out thing. But I worked at Fabric and I ended up getting an internship at corporate for fabric. So as a marketing intern, again, it never happened, but would have been cool. Um, so <laughs> thanks COVID, of course, took so much. Jeez, um, so glad she's wrapping up now. But yeah, so I got that internship through fabric. That summer was really hard. So I was trying to find a paid internship that was with a bigger company. I wanted to experience something bigger. So I applied to like big places like Home Depot and like various like, 
bigger companies for marketing internships. A lot of it did not work out, which stings a little bit at the time, but got over it. And then fabric did work out. It was in Atlanta. I wanted to spend the summer in Atlanta. I thought it'd be very fun. Still kind of (laughs) salty that it didn't happen. But um, yeah, so for that, you know, my connection from working part-time at Fabric at Home helped me get it. So I think really just capitalizing on connections, as annoying as it is, connections really are so much. You know, your professors, ask your professors if they know of anything, your friends, family friends, post something on Facebook. That's always my go-to. Get my mom to share it. (laughs) If you ever need anything, just post on Facebook, get your mom to share it, and you're going to get like 100 comments with like recommendations, of course. Um... So yeah, so that's, that's how I found that internship. And then, like I said, the one that I have right now, I just had been following them for a long time and I knew they had summer interns. And so I just waited and waited for the application to come out and took a gamble on this one because their application came out later than most. So I was like, okay, well, I'm only applying here. This is really the only place I want to work. Then it worked out. It's a sweet story. I really, really love it there. So yeah, I'm glad I did that. But Yes. And then as far as once you get, you know, in communication with them, um, from there, you're probably going to move on to an interview, which like I said, we're going to do an episode about that. And um, then obviously, if you get the job, then you will become an intern. And I think something about being an intern that is interesting is usually they're temporary So a lot of times you don't really feel completely ingrained into the company, which can definitely be like interesting and weird. Um, And that's something that I've kind of had to navigate through my internships. Of course, now I'm staying here. So I'm kind of getting my foothold in a little bit better. But when you're just there for the summer, it can kind of feel like you're not as connected. So I think that there's nothing wrong with, you know, talking to your the person that's in charge of the interns and saying like, Hey, I'd love to sit in on meetings or I'd love to meet some of our clients. Um, if it's, you know, a firm, like, like where I've interned, I've only interned at firms. Um, so I think there's definitely, it definitely just shows that you're, you know, what's the word ambitious. There we go. Ambitious, um, to ask, you know, if you can, sort of get as much of a a foothold in there as possible. You know, people are obviously going to be reluctant to turn clients over to you. One, because you're probably young. And two, because you are just going to leave. So they wouldn't want to turn a client over to you and then be like, okay, well, she's gone now when they know that you're going to leave. So I think just finding those ways to really get the most out of it that you possibly can um, and still, you know, respect the boundaries of the company, I think is really important. Um, Another thing that's important in an internship, usually they are, you know, while you're in college, um, of course, some people have them afterwards, but really using those internships to form connections. So, you know, internships are interesting because you know you're not going to work there forever, but it's not like you're quitting or getting fired. Like, it's just a certain amount of time you're going to work there. You won't have that whenever you have a real job. So you know, talking to the people that work there, forming relationships, asking them for advice. At my first internship, they helped me with my resume. They helped me redo my entire resume and helped me with questions I had about graduate school at the time and gave me like their experience and what they did and what worked for them and what didn't work for them. So really talking to them and asking them questions, um, follow up with them afterwards, send a thank you note afterwards, um, all that stuff to keep those connections because uh, as I said, it's all about connections and a big part of having an internship is getting those connections in the industry um, that you want to work in. 
So that way you can reach out to them later about either working at that same company or if they have anybody that they know that's hiring, because I guarantee you they know know more about the industry than you do. (laughs) I'm finding that out now that like there's a whole community in Birmingham of creatives and and people in my field that I cannot even access yet that the people at my internship have access to. So definitely making the most out of it in that way can be super, super helpful as well. Um, and honestly, I mean, there is so much that I could say about internships. Um, but I will not bore you guys with all the details of the everyday life at my internships. Um, and I think that that's probably my best and and most important advice, um, when it comes to internships. So if you guys have any internship questions, DM me, of course, I'm just really telling you guys to DM me a lot today. Um, (laughs) slide in slide on in but yeah you guys know I'm always here to help you and I would love to hear about you guys's internships if you've had any fun internship experiences dm check your aesthetic or me and I would love to hear it or any funny stories I love funny internship stories because every once in a while you will not have the best internship like I we've all been there we've all known people who've been there where you go and then you're like oh I'm really an intern intern like, you, you know, you're doing things that are just unrelated to the job. Just like, it's like really an internship, internship. Like, you know, people make jokes about interns. Like, you're really doing that stuff. Um, so, you know, sometimes you'll get into them and they won't be quite what you think. And that's totally fine, too. It's still on your resume. And you can still milk it for what it was, even if sometimes they had you doing busy work. Um, anything that wasn't busy work, just list that as your little bullet points. But, yeah, so... Anyway, solo episodes are shorter and they're weird because what am I going to talk about with myself for 45 minutes? 30 is about all I can handle of listening to myself talk. But I hope that that information was helpful. I know you guys are going to do amazing. Um, Looking for internships. Something I forgot to mention. Again, they don't have to be just during the summer. There's tons of people who have fall and spring internships as well. Um, And try to get that class credit whenever you can. But anyway... Thank you guys for listening to my solo episode. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And since Alexis isn't here to finish, I'm going to actually read a review because I just had that idea in my mind. We haven't done that in a while. So I'm going to go up into my Apple podcasts and read a review. If you have not left a review, we love them. We read them whenever we're down or we're having a bad day. And they make us feel so happy and warm and fuzzy inside. So definitely leave one if you haven't yet. We love y'all. Um, let's see where we are. I'm singing. <laughs> okay, so this review is from Ava Skidgel, I believe. Um, the best podcast gals. I'm in love with this podcast. Alexis and Katie are both so inspiring. Digital artists, small business owners, great speakers. What can they not do? Can't wait to hear more from these gals. Thank you so much. That is so sweet. Um, the reviews really, really help us a lot. Help us rank. Get those rankings. Level up. Um, so we appreciate every single one of you who's left a review. We appreciate every single comment on Instagram. Um, I've been trying so hard to connect more with the podcast audience because we've talked about this plenty of times before. It can feel really one-sided. So engage with the Instagram, leave a review. We love you guys so much and we appreciate 
everything that you do for us. And we appreciate you for tuning in every week. An hour or 30 minutes or 45 minutes, however long our episodes are that week, is a long time. And we're super honored to be a part of your week. So anyway, to finish our little outro, um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcasts and our personals at Katie Creative Co. and at AlexisAdams.co. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.